Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Rent-to-own housing products have the potential to benefit consumers, but companies adopting them need to show greater transparency, according to a new report by the Tech Equity Collaborative, with contributions by Michelle Boyd, Chief Strategy Officer of Turner Housing Innovation Labs at the University of California at Berkeley. Rent-to-own, or lease purchase, is one of a number of alternative home financing solutions that has attracted venture capital investment in recent years. In rent-to-own models, customers live in a home as tenants with the option to buy at some point in the future. They typically retain the right to purchase the home by paying a monthly fee in addition to rent. Catherine Bracey, co-founder and CEO of the Tech Equity Collaborative, sees the reemergence of rent-to-own as a symptom of desperation-creating markets as the housing crisis pushes homeownership out of reach for many Americans. There's no question that we need to rethink how homeownership happens, she says, But what are the conditions that need to exist in order for that to work for everybody? There are many layers to the housing crisis. Rising interest rates have locked even more families out of an already daunting market. Lending standards have been tight since the 2008 financial crisis. Supply is constrained by local opposition to new construction. And household formation is on the rise, fueling demand. Last week, Fast Company published a story I wrote for its November issue about rent-to-own startup Divi Homes, which is valued at over $2 billion by investors and is on track to book over $100 million in revenue this year. Customers interviewed for the story told me that they viewed alternatives like rent-to-own as their only hope for achieving homeownership. In its report, Tech Equity recommends that rent-to-own startups commit to public transparency on home buyer conversion rates, typical contract terms, and monthly payment increases. Today, only some companies release this information. On conversion rates in particular, there is no standardization, making it difficult for consumers to compare companies' track records. Tech Equity also recommends that regulators take action to protect consumers. It suggests, for example, that county registrars track rent-to-own contracts and that states aggregate and publish data on rent-to-own activity. If we applied the same lens that we apply to traditional mortgages to these types of products, how would that change things, Bracey asks. It feels wrong that on something as critical as home ownership, there is no accountability for the companies. The report, titled Rent-to-Own the American Dream, The Promises and Perils of Alternative Home Financing, continues the nonprofit advocacy group's initiative around tech, bias, and housing. 
In June, the organization published Sold to the Highest Bidder, a report on the growing role that private equity and venture capital play in the housing market. Bracey would also like to see more companies advocate for building new housing at the local level, where proposed development can hit roadblocks. If we had enough housing for everybody, there would be no market for these kinds of companies, she says. That feels sort of like the elephant in the room. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.